Hey everybody, welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Katherine Kaufman and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my Every Monday Night Show. This is where we discover what and who we are in this journey called life. Hey to all you guys over here on Instagram. <clears throat> nice to see you tonight. Glad you joined in. Let me refresh this screen here on Facebook. It says it's streaming, but not seeing it there we go and um so hopefully i can get all of the comments tonight uh hey to amber benteen patty o'brien melissa begley <laughs> sandra lee small laura day good to see you guys tonight hopefully i will catch the comments and the questions because uh facebook didn't show it to me last week and happy valentine's day to you guys hey to tell you more um and it says six more but it's not showing me who the six are well goodness gracious don't like that do i okay now here's something that's disturbing see this that's not working that's supposed to be a chat box for um Facebook live comments and it's not working. So you know what? We're just going to get rid of that. Boom. Hey to Yasmin Jadun and Kamisha Hogan. Good to see y'all. Got some updates uh, for everybody. Let's see. Hey to Judith and special shout out to Barbara Bacon. Speaking of Barbara Bacon, that's one of our updates. We are doing a collaboration, a, a sort of a Valentine's special. Um, I'm featuring classes on my website now, and there are three gemstone classes on there currently. There's, well, I'll just show you here, Valentine's 2. These are the ones to pick from. You can pick from... Healing with gemstones, metaphysical uses for gemstones, or spiritual communication with gemstones. And why would you want to pick from those? Not only to learn and gain knowledge, but Barbara and I are collaborating to give you a 20% discount on gemstones at Crystal Crazy with any purchase of a gemstone class at my website. And uh, the website is, for you guys on Instagram, the website is on my bio. And it's also in my stories. You know how you can put a link on there now? It's also in the stories. But I will leave a link to the website in the comments after the show. Hey to Tiffany Williams Gray and Jalissa. Good to see you. A uh, big shout out to my son, Michael Lawrence. Hopefully he's watching tonight. Happy, happy Valentine's Day to all of you guys. Uh, I hope it was a good one for you. Um, so don't forget if you want 20%, that's quite a discount. 20% off of gemstones. Um, all you have to do is, is pick up one of my classes on the website. And it's under the menu. When you go to the website and you go to the menu, there's a section called Classes and Teaching. And just click on that and it'll open up all the classes on there. For my Red Lip fan club tonight, just so you know, this is 
Petal Bush by Violet. So, in case you're wondering, doesn't transfer. <laughs> All right, tonight's show, let's get to it. Hey to Jill Jones. Love after your partner passes. Now, if you can, take notes. Uh, if you can't take notes, I suggest you pick it up on YouTube after I post it. Or go back and re-watch this Facebook live stream a couple of times. Uh, because this is a step-by-step -step process. And we have to do this step-by-step -step in order to get the proper results. Hey to Sandra Buchanan and Steve Jagoda. Good to see you. So this is love after your partner passes. And this you can use this also for your child that's passed. You know, your sister, your brother, your mom, your dad, anybody who's a loved one that's passed on. But, uh, you know, kind of wanted to do it for partners for Valentine's Day because, you know, when you have lived with somebody for a long, long time and you're very close and very connected, it's really sad when one of that partnership passes and the other one is, is left feeling like they've lost the world. So this is for you guys and I hope it helps. Hey to Lawrence Family Productions over here on Instagram. Good to see you, my son. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Hey to Paula and James. Good to see you guys tonight. Let's do some waves here. Uh, again, if y'all have questions, please put them in the comments. I will try to keep track of those. Hey to Dana Likens Fleener. Um, but like I said last week, Facebook didn't show me any of the comments, so hopefully that won't happen tonight. Okay. So this is love after your partner passes. What creates the connections between partners? Okay. Every day that you spend with someone is a stored memory. And we've gone through this in other episodes talking about energy cords being comprised of those stored memories. So when you go to cut energy cords with someone, it's not a matter of just doing it one time because every day that you spent with somebody is a memory, is an energy cord. So it's the memories that are stored at the uh, neuron synapses that comprise the energy cords that go from you to another person. Okay. The, the good thing about this is, and there's, so there's two, two things about that. The bad thing is when one of the partners or companions pass, you still have energy cords going to the person who's on the other side and you're here. And so there's sort of a, a rift that occurs there. The good thing is about this uh, is that we can use these energy cords that have been established. Uh, and what we can do with those is create a connection through the energy cord or through the memory that was created. So those are done by trigger objects. Okay. And energy cords for communication are of paramount importance for this to work. So what you want to do for this to work is to have 
some kind of trigger object like a picture, uh, maybe flowers for a certain Valentine's Day from the past. Uh, handwriting holds the kinetic energy of the person. So handwriting is some of the best trigger objects that you can use. Maybe a love letter that was handwritten by the person. That's sort of perfect. You can also use jewelry such as wedding rings or maybe a necklace that was given to you on a special occasion. You can even use clothing of the persons as a trigger object, but it seems like the more sentimental the trigger object, the better that it works. And so what we're doing is creating uh, an amplified energy core using the memory and the trigger object. I hope that makes sense. Hey to George McKinney. <laughs> Good to see you, guy. Uh, again, if you guys have any questions, let me know. So Judith, <laughs> Judith says she's going to make a steak with mushrooms and invite Bernard to share. That's perfect. That is perfect, Judith. Uh, and really pay attention, Judith, because this could really benefit you quite a bit. So the next thing that you're going to do is you've got your trigger object and you've amplified the energy cord. The next thing you're going to do is pick out a memory that is strong and meaningful for both partners. And Judith has done that. Congratulations, Judith. You have already got step one <laughs> underway. Uh, so pick out a memory that is strong and meaningful for both partners. And the memory is actually the rendezvous point. It can also be your bedroom if you want some romantic time. So don't discount the bedroom. You can make that rendezvous point the bedroom if you want. And you can also change it. You can change the rendezvous point if you want from one location to another, as long as the memory is meaningful for both people. Hey to Yasmin Jadun and happy Valentine's Day to you too. Okay, so what we're going to do next is use a modified astral projection for a meetup. Okay, and here are the steps to this modified astral projection. Now, the first step is going to sound crazy, but you've got to do it. The first step is to cry your heart out and get rid of all the emotions that might alter or put an end to the projection because you don't want to get into the projection and then start to cry because that's going to end the exercise immediately. So go ahead and cry your eyes out before you actually start to do the steps for the projection. Make sure you do a protect protective prayer before you begin and also make sure that your sleeping area or where you're lying has adequate psychic protection in place. Now, if you don't know much about psychic protection, I do have a class on the website at katherinecoffman.com. It is an advanced psychic protection class, but, and there's three layers of protection that I go over in the class, but we go over the first two phases of psychic protection and it gives you ideas on what to use for psychic protection 
first layer, second layer, and then advanced techniques. So um, I don't have a basic class yet. I am working on getting all the classes on the website. So just bear with me <laughs> because it is, you know, it's a slow process getting all the material together and then recording and editing and uploading and all that. Hey to Rob Abbott. Good to see you. And Mammy Lawson. And let's see. Okay. We got, okay. So Laura says, Oh, thank God it showed me your comment. My parents were together 55 years before my mom passed away in 2017. They did everything together, ran a small business together and even heart attacks. Wow. He dreams about her all the time. So I'm always trying to help him. So I appreciate this. Well, thank you so much, Laura. I hope that maybe this can help him. So let's start on to the process here. So you've, you've got your trigger object. You've got your um, memory as a meetup point. Okay. You're going to cry your eyes out and get rid of all those emotions that might possibly put an end to the projection. You've done your protective prayer in the area with which you're going to lay down and you've got psychic protection around that area. So the, the first thing is pick out the trigger object and memory that goes with it. Maybe it's a trip and pictures that elicit a better and stronger memory. So you're going to place these on either a bedside table or a shelf that's near the bed. Okay. Start in the morning. This is important because um, more people fall asleep in the evening because we're overtired. And when you are doing this in the morning, you're already in a, a relaxed state of being. So it, actually makes it easier to project to that memory when you do this in the morning. So you're going to start in the morning while you're relaxed and it's preferred that you are alone to increase your concentration because this does take a lot of focus in on what you want to do. Make sure you're lying down or reclined and that you're still relaxed and you're doing your deep breathing. Okay. Stay right on the edge of falling asleep, but do not let yourself go back to sleep. You don't want to fall back asleep. Now, I realize that is, that can happen. <laughs> and what you do in that case, if you have enough time, is when you wake up, just recenter and try the exercise again. Okay. The, the next thing is you want to become hyper aware of your body parts. And the reason that you want to become hyper aware of your body parts is that's when you start to separate your consciousness from the physical. So you're going to become highly aware that there is a body, there's hands, there's feet, but then you're going to start to move your mind and your consciousness away from those physical attributes of your body. And they're going to, uh, what you want to do is, uh, to imagine that they feel like they're someone else's and not yours. So it's sort of a disassociative type of exercise. So, and what that does is it makes disconnection a little bit easier. Now, you're not completely disconnecting, but you, what you're doing is you're pushing the awareness outside of the physical shell. 
The next thing that usually happens is you start to hear a roaring sound like a train or you start to experience vibrations. Now, this is when a lot of people uh, don't know what's happening. They'll get a little bit upset. And when they get upset or they don't know what's happening, that's when you go back into the body. So don't be alarmed. In fact, really expect to hear this roaring noise or the vibration and shaking. And your job is to remain calm and relaxed and realize at this point that you are projecting and just allow this to happen. The next thing you want to do is to move your consciousness and you're going to push it with your mind across the room to either the nightstand or the shelf where your trigger item is located. Okay. With your mind's focus on the energy of the memory, attempt to connect or go there through this memory energy cord while you're looking at the trigger object with your mind. Now, at this point, you may encounter thing, things like a mist. And the only thing that you may see, you may see the silhouette of your loved one. You may just see the eyes. Uh, don't be upset by that. Just relax and wait because they will apparate after a few minutes. Uh, so things will start to come into focus after a few minutes. So if you're only seeing the eyes or if you want to concentrate on just seeing the eyes, the rest of it will become apparent after a few minutes. Hey to Sam Montgomery. Good to see you. Okay. The next thing that could happen is as you start to see the eyes of your loved one, relax, let the rest of them form or appear and then guide the visitation at first in a nonverbal manner. Don't be upset if they don't talk or, or there is no talking that happens because that's sort of something that may happen later. Most often visits are nonverbal. If you or the other person has clairaudient abilities, then you may hear a voice uh, from them. But most of the time for most people, it is nonverbal communication. You can you can hug them and you can actually feel them in this state of being. And that's, that's exactly what you need. If you hear their voice, it's great, but don't get upset because once you get upset, that's going to end the visitation and you'll be right back in your body. So remain calm through the visitation. Expect the things that are going to happen that we're talking about now. The more that you practice this technique, the easier it will become with possible physical interactions between companions. And maybe not just a hug. You may get more than just a hug. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> say no more, say no more. <laughs> I had a kitty literal over here on Instagram and B Ferreira and Paula. Good to see you guys. And actually, you know, a lot of visitations are of an intimate, intimate nature at first before people learn this technique of projection. Okay, now the next thing is when the visuals begin to fade, that is a natural time to return to the physical. 
that's when you need to turn your attention back to the bookcase or the bedside shelf where the trigger object is. And then you will naturally be transferred back in connection with your body. Now, when you're at the bookcase or at the shelf or the bedside standing, you haven't gone back into the body yet. Uh, there's something really unique you can do with this little interim of time. And that is with your hands, okay, you want to visualize a white light of healing directed at your body in the bed to your heart center. Okay, so you can actually do healing on yourself and direct the white light to repair the grief that has happened from the separation. You want to send yourself healing for a good 30 seconds before you re-enter your body if you wish. And you can also take this interval to send healing to someone else should you desire to do that. If you desire to send healing to someone else, be sure that their picture is also on that night stand or that bookshelf next to your trigger object because it will help um, transfer the energy to that person. Now, why would the picture of them do that? Because pictures are representations of light. And old pictures were actually made from the light reflection. So it helps to see the light of the person that you're sending the healing to. Now, the last step is to take a deep breath as you start to feel your hands, body, feet. So... What you want to do is refocus on the hands, body, and feet and move your mind into them and start to feel them. And that's that process of reconnection. Don't feel rushed because if you rush, you might have a, a not so nice experience. I remember once being rushed and it was a little bit shocking because I went straight back in just and it was a little bit disorienting. So make sure you're not rushed and make sure you have plenty of time to devote this uh, visit, maybe once a month with your loved one. Now, I want to dispel a few myths that uh, are not true. <laughs> you cannot be inhabited by demons during this exercise. Just make sure you do adequate prayer and protection beforehand. The other myth is you cannot sever the silver cord, which is the light. You're made of light and the light is the silver cord and it connects you to your body. It's fused with the physical until the physical can't support the light anymore. And as long as your body is supporting the light, it is fused with it. So the silver cord is your light essence. And I don't know if I've probably said this on a couple other shows, but just for the people who are tuning in now that haven't watched the previous shows, each strand of, of DNA in your body holds exactly 1,000 photons. And um, this is a proven scientific fact, and we've counted them. So you're literally made of light waves, and that's what you're projecting outside the body is just it's a light that extends from this fusion with the physical outward into the ethereal so that you can connect with uh, your loved one that, that is out there. Uh, <laughs> hey to Tim Crow 
And Judah says, obey, I sure hope for that type. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I think that would be great. Uh, Amber says, do I have a favorite projection? Actually, it's this one, Amber. It's the one that I just gave you guys. This is my favorite one. And um, I don't use it very often. I do use it when I'm feeling disconnected and lonely for a particular person like my mom or my dad or somebody like that. But it's a really good one. And, you know, you can astral project just to do healing because it seems like the light energy of your essence is more effective uh, when it's outside of the physical like that. So you could just use this to project to do healing on someone or to explore if you wanted to. Now, if you're using this to explore, obviously there's no trigger object or memory but you could use some maybe meditation where you uh, want to visit a planet, a let's say a certain planet. You could use a picture of the planet and, you know, you would have to make up a memory, I guess. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Um, but anyway, so don't forget, you guys, that Barbara Bacon and I are collaborating and if you go to the website and purchase a gemstone class or a gemstone course, you're automatically going to get 20% off of any gemstone purchase at her shop, which is a really good discount, you guys. And the courses are not that expensive. Uh, the advanced psychic protection is 50 and the rest of the gemstone courses are 30 and you get to get a downloadable PDF and a video that was recorded during the webinar when I first released the webinar. Also, I, I want to let you guys know that Lawrence Family Productions on Facebook uh, should be releasing the thriller Daddy sometime this year. The You'll have to go to postings to find out more information and Follow my uh, Facebook page so that uh, I I will definitely be putting up postings for this stuff. So, and don't forget, Barbara Bacon does shipping. So, she will ship wherever you are. And watch the Facebook page for Lawrence Family Productions' new movie, D -D Daddy. <laughs> All right, you guys. Have a fabulous week. And I'm signing off and happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Love you guys. Kisses from Kentucky. Bye now.